Welcome to The Mountain Gardener with your host, Ken Lane. Gardening can be challenging, but with Ken's tips, tricks, and local advice, you'll reap huge rewards. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane. And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. I think, uh, what if we get two more weeks of autumn, and then it's officially winter solstice is the 21st, I believe. So about Christmas time, we officially go into winter mode, although it's been chilly in northern Arizona. I was planting some pansies this week in the backyard. We've got a beautiful two-story house, raised our family in this. We keep looking to downsize, but then we'd have to give up the home that we've modified and made ours. We can't find anything that's like that, that's we we'd have to remodel again. But we're overlooking the dells, uh, down through a valley of up up looking over a Prescott Lakes area. It's just it's beautiful. But the we're we're looking out towards the north on the back side of the house, and it's cold back there. I mean, it's shaded with a two story house, two and a half story. You know, it's a classic uh, mountain town, mountain house. You dug out the side of a hill, and you go from our driveway into the top into the driveway, into the garage that's in the top, you know, the top floor. You go down the hill, down towards the basement. It's not really a basement, but it's it's just a downstairs. Then you walk out the back of the TV room, down towards the back gardens, another half flight of stairs. It's just, it's a tall house. And so it gets cold back there. It doesn't see the sun when it's winter. And so the ground was freezing. I was uh, planting some pansies, violas, some beets, planted some kale out there. And, and my containers, I had pots. I'm planting some pots. Ah, we'll go out there and enjoy the hot tub. There's some folks who get some events coming. I want it to be pretty, even though it may not, it's chilly, may not get a lot of use, but I want it to be pretty when you look down from the upstairs down on the patio. I want it to be beautiful. And so I planted some flowers. The, uh, there's a two-inch layer of ice <laughs> in the container. I'm trying to bust up the ice to get it where the ground will open up and receive these flowers. And they're beautiful. Uh, I don't know how much they're going to grow. I thought it was going to be warmer than that. But they hadn't thawed out from November. Remember that first cold snap we had? It was, I don't know, it's been a brutal for like three or four weeks. My front yard's perfectly fine. It's it's sunny. It's on the south side. It's growing. There's not a bit of ice anywhere. It's planting some junipers and stuff out there. Uh, just last weekend, at the back planting back there, it was pretty. It was harder. It was had to bust up all the ice. The the there was a frost line. Is what we have, and it had gotten in the containers. Usually pots warm up more because you know the ground is more exposed and so it gets more warmth. But that backyard has no sun right now or just just a few a little bit in the morning a little bit in the evening and then that's it it's shade the rest of the day and so snow when we do finally get a snow and that'll happen usually by the end of december we have something that snow will stay back there which the dogs love we'll take the grandkids out they're coming home for the holidays we'll go throw snowball fights uh, i've lost a front door glass piece because the kids, not just grandkids, the kids are throwing it like full arm strength, maybe more aggressively than they should have. But it's just part of that family fun getting together. We were in um, Texas 
a couple of weeks ago, I've got a set of kids that lives in Austin, Texas, and I got two other sets of kids that live in north of there, Colleen, which is Fort Hood. You folks in the army, you know where Fort Hood is. I've got a son that's a captain. He's a captain at Fort Hood. He runs their clinics, health care. He's a PA. So he runs their health care clinic. Um, we went there for Thanksgiving and, oh, I forgot how much energy kids have after the Thanksgiving dinner. We were playing football out there, having the trampoline go, throwing the football on the trampoline. It's just a hoot. It's fun. And so we still like to get together this time. We were, they're coming this way. So they're coming back home to Prescott. They were raised here, born here. Uh, but then they go off and, you know, the Army takes you. He's going to deploy uh, next month to Poland as response, you know, show a force in Eastern Europe to make sure the Russians don't do anything stupid. So he's going to rotate to Poland and, and just kind of be there. He's, if, you're, if you get hurt while shooting a howitzer cannon, he and his medics take care of you. That's it. If you drop a shell on your foot, something happens, sprain a back, I don't know. His medics kind of take care of you. So and he's in charge of that. So we're very proud of him. Uh, we'll see if we can get to Poland and visit. Uh, tickets are pretty cheap right now going that close to the war zone, but you're going to see your boy, and I'm sure it's safe around the base or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Where was I going with that? Anyway, we want things looking pretty for the kids. We've got some other big events happening uh, at the house, so we just want things to look nice. So the front containers have all been planted up, lots of snapdragons, Dusty Miller. In the front yard, we've got javelina issues. So javelinas, they like to eat pansies and violas. They love vegetables like spinach and lettuce. You can't plant that out there. They'll eat them. So, but we do can't, we did plant spinach and, or um, excuse me, uh, snapdragons. They don't eat those. They don't eat Dusty Miller. They don't eat junipers. They don't eat gardenias. They don't eat a lot of things. So we got to make sure we're putting things out there uh, that, that they're not going to bother. The backyard is fenced in for the dogs. And so there we've got mice and there's lots of water and stuff going on. So there's, we do have chipmunks and mice and things, but we trap for those and kind of keep them out. And so there we can have the pretty stuff, the pansies, violas. You can plant those now. It's fine. As long as they're hardened off, you can put them right out there. It'll snow tomorrow. They'll be fine with that. These are cold weather types of flowers and you know, shrubs and that kind of stuff. But if, you, if the kids come over, the grandkids come over, and my, my youngest ones, they'll come over going, Pop, Pop, can we go pick, some, uh, pick something in the backyard? I'm going, son, there's, there's nothing but snow. It's cold back there. No, we can't. But I've kind of left one of the potatoes back there. We'll harvest a potato out of there. If you can pull a beet out of the ground, it's got this beautiful purple foliage. Pull it out of the ground, their eyes go wide open, go to, my grandfather is the best. And so you just part of it's there to impress them. Unfortunately, I threw away the giant pumpkin. It's just not, pumpkin season's over. Come on, after Thanksgiving, I couldn't paint it red and do something fun with it. I get other ornaments I get, I do that with. So I threw that away. They don't get to see that. Many times we'll play uh, hide the pumpkin. They'll go hide, you know, hide the house. I go hide it on top of the roof, behind the furniture, under leaves, in the juniper bushes. I'll hide the pumpkin. They come out, go looking for it. It's a hoot. But you get creative with, uh, with, with kids. You can, you can teach children to enjoy the earth the outdoors, the fresh air, to see the, 
the the micro beauty that comes with flowers budding up with with it's fun to share that with them so i'm i'm the garden guy and i've got a couple garden guy juniors they call them that we go out and have fun in the gardens even if even in winter we just have a ball i do notice that the ground is still pretty moist so i was looking for that it's been a while since we've had moisture and so i have backed off my irrigation so i was going oh how much i'm planting some new new shrubs in the backyard how much should i be watering those right now and i think a good deep soak a couple times a month should be fine now that's what i've backed mine off i think even with new things i'm at every 10 or 12 days one of those we've got different cycles in the front yard, I'm at every two weeks. And so I think you could throttle those back. Flowers, I'm watering every seven, 10 days. So maybe it's four times a month instead of, so they're not drying out like they were when it was warmer. It's been chilly. In fact, they're icy. Some of the backyards are just, they're, I planted them in ice. I'll water them so it'll break the, thaw that up. They look happy, uh, but they don't take that much moisture right now. You can actually overwater your plants, especially evergreens, like uh, your, uh, some folks are planting pine trees and spruce trees right now. It's a great time to plant them, but it's easy to overwater those. If you're watering every, you know, three times a week, that will kill that tree faster than anything sitting there in soggy soil. But if you plant it, give it a deep soak and come back at it in 10, 14 days, that's more than enough to keep a new plant going. Again, they're not using a lot of moisture. They're kind of in stasis. Things are in slow motion. They're using moisture, but not that much. Not like they would in June or April or, you know, warmer month. Got more in store for you, but we have Lisa Waters Lane coming in with your garden questions right after this. You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with Ken Lane, owner of Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Join him every week for timely garden advice right for the gardens. Visit Ken where he can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Look, if your wife, mom, or dad wants an ugly sweater for Christmas, get them a sweater, not some piece of plastic. But if someone you truly care about loves their garden, a gift card to Waters makes perfect sense. Next spring, she can pick exactly what she was hoping. We all know it's not the same as a huge flower basket or fragrant rose, but hey, it's winter. Gardeners understand. Waters online gift cards are found at top10plants.com or at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Hi, Waters with this week's plant of the week, our true blue Fat Albert spruce. At just 15 feet, this is the ideal evergreen for small gardens, excellent in front yards with limited space. The color is so blue all year long with the perfect evergreen shape. Dense, durable, and loves the sun, so it works well as a windbreak, screen, or sound barrier, and only found at... Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott, for people who love the perfect blue spruce, love to shop. You've been listening to Ken Lane, the Mountain Gardener. Green thumbs learned while working in the Family Garden Center. Now welcome back to the Mountain Gardener. And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. Just what are people talking about? And believe it or not, we do have a lot of folks. We have more <laughs> questions now than I think we do during spring. True. In the spring, it's a, where is, do you have... I want eight of these. Where are they? And now it's, should I be watering still? What's What kind of tree would I, a lot of research, a lot of new homes, oh, yeah. I notice. Mm-hmm. Going, people Check are looking. 
Mm -hmm. uh, but they're they're not quite there yet, but they're almost kind of welcome right. to the studio, Lisa. Well, thank you. You're good welcome. To be here. Really? How good? <laughs> it's so good. We had our first Christmas party this week. We did. So I had that. We've got another one. We've got two next week. It's just, mm -hmm. it's in this, it's nice to be post-pandemic where you can actually gather. True. With friends mm -hmm. and family. It has been nice. But yeah, yeah season has started. And it'll go quick. It will. Well, what are we? We're two weeks left and we're done. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Hanukkah next week. It's, I don't know, all the other holidays that are yeah, out there. It's crazy. Yep. Good. What questions do we have? Well, we do have questions and there are usual winter type questions. Okay. So Janet in Prescott Valley, she planted five of the red clusterberry gatoniasters okay. this, this spring. So her question is, they've kind of turned a color, kind of a rusty yeah. brown color. Yeah. Uh, and she wants to know, is that normal, something to be concerned about? or You gardeners, you're always in tune with your plants so much. You see the minus little change. You're like, oh, should I be worried? They do that. Yes. It's their winter color. So, right. so red clusterberry ketoniaster or parnii ketoniaster, it's an evergreen shrub. Gets up well above head high, eight, 10 feet tall, mm -hmm. thick. We use them as a screen. Mm -hmm. it, it, it blocks the wind. Uh, it just is good at keeping dust down. It's a great plant and super tough. Mm -hmm. uh, so in Prescott Valley, the antelope wouldn't eat it out there. Javelina, don't bother them. In town, it's the deer, uh, elk, do not bother the yeah. toniaster. So it's a great plant for you. And it's drought hardy, doesn't get bugs. It's kind of low care. Mm -hmm. It's better than I think red tip botania, which I does. Agree. If it starts turning color, it's under fertilized. This one, it's winter colors of purple hue. It has a blue kind of green color to it during the growing season. And then this time of year has kind of a, a purpley tinge to it. And so the berries will hang on there right through winter. So thus red clusterberry mm -hmm. has bright white flowers, clusters of them in the spring. And then they they, they form and they keep those berries through winter. The birds will eat some of them. But it's got this pretty evergreen, but not always evergreen, blue-green. <laughs> it's got evergreen, blue, purple, off color. Right. Or mm -hmm. some, some, some plants turn purple, some turn gold, some turn blue. Some They can have different colors. Mm -hmm. And so evergreen means it just doesn't lose its foliage right. in the winter. It can turn color some. So I would say another one, uh, Nandina or mm. Heavenly Bamboos, what the Californians call it. That one, when it's in the sun, it's evergreen. But when it's in the sun, it can be a a red color, like bright, bright red. Yeah. Like it's it's Very got red. foliage, so it's evergreen, but it's not green. It is flaming red. It's right. real pretty. In the shade, it can be more of a a green, true green color. Mm -hmm. So it varies depending on where it's at and the cold it gets and that kind of stuff. But right. Janet, not to worry. Not to worry. Uh, Ketoniaster, we've got some right now in the greenhouse. You could plant them right now. They're doing the same thing, mm -hmm. even here in the nursery. So very yeah. normal. And if you look around your neighborhood, same thing will be happening right. to them out there. And you see it a lot with junipers and yeah. arborvitaes. Yeah. That's another one that commonly... Yeah. Uh, mon, uh, what's yes. <laughs> Mahonia, Oregon no. grape, Moogle pine, Moogle pine also is another one that kind of gets a little bit yeah, of a, it's hue. a yep. hue to it. So yep. not to be worried. You it gives just, it character. That's right. There you go. Okay. 
Well, our next question is from Robin in Prescott. They purchased a fat Albert spruce to use as a living tree. Yeah. But her question is, how long can it stay in the bucket sure. after Christmas? Do you need to plant it right away or do you got some time? Uh, so if you're going to use a living tree, that is a, a landscape tree, you're going to bring it indoors and and put presents underneath it. Just enjoy it for a few few days there, up to about seven, 10 days. Then you kind of want to get it back outdoors. Mm -hmm. This is an outdoor plant. It likes to be cold. Right. And so take it outside. When you're bringing it outdoors, you transition it a little bit. So you put it next to, let's say, an overhang, a, a, a patio, a covered deck, covered uh, driveway, next to the house, south side of the house. Let it get used to that cold because you condition it to be at, 68 and 70 <laughs> degrees indoors. Right. Now it's got to get used to 22. Right. It, it can be a bit of a shock. So you mm -hmm. let it transition for a few days, maybe maybe a week until it's outside. And once it gets transitioned, you can put it, you can keep it in the bucket till next summer if you wanted. Right. So really, ideally, if you could plant it before middle of March would be ideal because it will start to grow. Mm -hmm into March, April, and you kind of, if you could have it in the ground and it wakes up for spring and it's already in the ground, that's the best. Mm -hmm. But don't feel pressure. You don't have to get it in the ground. Water it once a week. Especially it'll, in the container. In the container. Yeah. It'll buy you as much time as you need. So mm -hmm. not to worry, Robin, you're good to go. Don't feel pressured. Pick a nice day when you're bored and you want to work off all those Christmas bonbons. <laughs> Go dig a hole and plant it then. <laughs> Christmas mom, mom. Is there even such a thing? My mother made rum balls when I was a kid. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. I still, my really? mouth just watered Ugh. thinking about it. It doesn't even sound well, good. They're, they're delicious. <laughs> it's I mean, an acquired taste. It's an acquired I'm taste, sure. yeah. <laughs> my next question is from Peggy in Prescott. She planted a peach tree this summer. Okay. Followed our directions yeah. on our planting guide. But her landscape maintenance guy came by and said, oh, no. It's not planted right. It's planted too high where she, she planted it yeah. even with the soil. And he told her, no, you should plant that deeper. So her question is, who's right? Yeah. Um, um, well, I've got to say, we, we, <laughs> I've been doing this for 30 years. Your dad did it for 30 before you. It's a family business. We have planted literally mm -hmm. tens, if not hundreds of thousands of plants. And this is what works in right. heavy clay soils for the mountains of Arizona. Your landscaper, hire them to cut, trim, prune, adjust irrigation to sling rock. But don't have them advise you on plants because they're blithering idiots. They, they don't know what they're talking about. You do, that's, <laughs> a, about that's a phoenix. That's blithering. Okay. It's blithering. That's how you do it down in Phoenix. That's a desert guy. He's come up the hill because he couldn't make it down there. I don't know why. didn't like the heat. But that's how you do it down there. You don't do that up here. Or you will kill them mm -hmm. during the monsoon season. So right. you, this was a really wet year. And if you'd had that in that divot, that dippy do, mm -hmm. it would have been overwatered. And and pitted fruits are notorious for for dying when they get too wet. Right. So that it probably came through and did better for you because you plant it on a very slight mound. So plants here, you plant at grade or a little tiny to like two, three inches above and have it kind of feather out. Mm -hmm. So you can't really see that. So I would say you did it really well. And if you're not sure, come talk to us. We can show you how to plant in your yard. We're really familiar mm -hmm. with the entire central highlands from Sedona to right. Seligman and, and from 
I mean, just everywhere in between here, right. we can show you we're really familiar with the dirt and how to grow things. You can always take a picture of how it's yeah. planted and come yeah. in and talk to us. And um, like you said, pictures worth a thousand words yeah. and we can definitely help people get it correct. But you're right. They, you know, they come from different places and they're not always in tune with what works best here. Right. I would call it not very smart, but okay. That could be not into you're much more diplomatic than I am. Sometimes the mow and blow guys aren't the sharpest, but they're always learning. So they're, you mm -hmm. know, it's how you learn things. So, right. but if the plant looks healthy, Peggy, stop listening, just keep fertilizing it, loving on it and enjoy the peaches right. that are to come. Hopefully we get next fruit spring. this year. That That's would right. be nice. Wouldn't it? All right. We are out of time. Yep. So back, uh, Ken and Lisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners. Be right back, right after this. You're listening to Ken Lane, a.k.a. the Mountain Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Garden Center. Listen each week as he answers timely garden questions unique to mountain gardens. The holidays are here in Arizona's Christmas City, bringing family closer and those chilly winter winds. While you're decorating the outside, don't forget to brighten up the inside with exotic Christmas plants from Waters. Beautiful Christmas cactus and poinsettia are coming to town, grown exclusively by Waters in colors you won't find anywhere else. Unique, vibrant, and guaranteed to warm even the dreariest winter day. Check your list twice for exotic Christmas plants at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Hi, Waters with the Plants of the Week and our Double Pink Linton Rose. Stunning double pink flowers dangle from this amazing perennial. And this flower stands apart from the rest for its tremendous color impact that starts in midwinter and then holds its blooms right through spring. So tough it's rarely bothered by bugs and completely deer-proof. Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott, where people who love new pink perennials, they love to shop. You've been listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert Ken Lane. Join the conversation every week as he answers timely garden questions. Email Ken a question directly from your phone to his desktop through the web at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Now welcome back your host, Ken Lane. I was downtown and a lot of the streets down there uh, mainly Gurley Street, uh, downtown Prescott, uh, courthouse lighting, that kind of stuff's going on right down there. Uh, the sycamore trees, the trees that are very large, shade trees, uh, Charlotte Hall Museum, that area. Uh, you're seeing a lot of sycamores. These are beautiful, ancient trees, very easy to grow, very deep-rooted. Actually, they're kind of an aggressive root. They can lift some things sometimes, like driveways or, or, or uh, walkways. But they're big, they grow fast. They're majestic, a big maple type of leaf. And there's a lot to them. They get this interesting bark that peels off and just looks good. Uh, there's an Arizona ash or, or sycamore, Arizona sycamore. There's also an Arizona ash, but Arizona sycamore that's native. It's got three-pronged leaf. The more popular one is from the other side of the pond. It's called London Plain Tree or London Plain Sycamore. That's got five leaves. It's more popular because it's got more interesting bark and the leaves are more like a maple. They've got a bigger showier. They're just, we sell three to one of those of London plain sycamore as opposed to Arizona sycamore. If I had my druthers, I would plant a London plain sycamore too. So either one, they're both the same way though. The reason I bring this up is they're pretty in the fall. They lose their leaves 
slowly over the winter. So they get this beautiful gold color through autumn. They've now lost that, but they're a tree that doesn't shed its leaf as easily. It holds that leaf until next spring's push of new foliage, new leaf growth. So the new flower bud will push out the old leaf or flower bud. The new leaf bud will push out the old leaf that was on there. And so it drops leaves all winter. I would never plant a sycamore in my house. I just, it's too trashy, too, too much. Um, I, I would plant, I do plant maples. So maples have the same kind of leaf, not as aggressive of, of a root. It's got a more delicate leaf, not, not, that it's, that it's wimpier, it just has a more maple-like leaf. It takes the wind pretty well, so Autumn Blaze I really like. It's been in fall colors. It's red through November, first part of, of December. It's now dropped its foliage, and now it's done. It's just naked. There's no foliage left on it. So you clean it all up at once, or over a week or two period. So the cleanup is much, it's less trashy. I like aspens. Aspens this beautiful aspen gold foliage, and then it drops all its leaves. It's easier to maintain than, 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 than other trees. And so I just bring that up going, do your research. Now, most folks will plant sycamores because they look so great in the summer. Tremendous shade tree. And if this is your summer home, who cares how trashy it is in the winter? You went back to your Scottsdale or Palm Springs home. You're, you're not, you don't care. So let them drop. Uh, that's fine. I'll have someone clean them up later. But if this, if you're wintering up here, if, let's say you're from Alaska or Minnesota or Wisconsin, you winter down here, you don't want a sycamore. They're forever. You'll be, you'll be a slave to picking up foliage for the rest of all winter. Have a maple. Have an ash tree. Have a locust. They are better trees that are easier to clean up that are still deciduous. So there's two types of trees deciduous trees that is they lose their leaves in winter that's going to be most of your fruit trees uh your 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 flowering spring trees like crab apples red buds uh, most of your 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 maples are all deciduous trees then you've got evergreen trees or conifers these are all evergreens most evergreens here at this elevation are needled. That is, they're going to be like a spruce or a pine or a fir or cypress, cedar. These are all junipers. These are all have needles to them, not really a leaf. There are some in the deserts that are very large that are shade trees that hold their leaves, but those are more tropical. They don't winter over up here. They'll die out. So up here, we generally have coniferd evergreens. There are some that are broadleaf evergreens like red tip photinia. Eliagnus, Euonymus. There's several like that. They have a leaf, but there's no real trees that do that, at least up here. It's more of a how cold they get in the winter. So our zone is a zone seven. That means our plants need to be able to go down to about zero to 10 degrees. You know, we don't get there very often, but when it does, you don't want your trees to die out. And so most of those evergreen trees you see down in Phoenix they only go down to about 40, 30, 40 degrees. They get below freezing, they're vaporized. You get a fig tree or ficus and you go down to 28, 25 degrees, they are dead. They're not going to come back. So every few winters, every 10, 15 years, they get obliterated because you get a real cold snap. Not for very long, but just long enough to kill off that tree down there. So you don't really want to plant those up here. So that's where you do your homework and really find out 
Who, where was this grown? Who's selling it? Do they know what they're selling? Do they know what our zone is? I mean, if in doubt, when you're talking to your nursery person, going, hey, what zone are we? They should know this. This is basic plant knowledge up here. If they can't answer that, don't ask them a thing. They don't, they don't know. They probably don't even water the tree. But you, sh you should do a little bit of homework on your own on that. So anyway, just I don't know why I de digress into that. But uh, trees, there are certain types you want and certain types you don't want. And you can plant now. It's fine. You're going to water them a couple times a month. It's more than enough through the middle of March, April 1, somewhere in there. And then you can go into full-on spring mode. By then, everything's leafing out, growing quickly. So that's how you, that's how you plant now. Be right back with Lisa Waters Lane right after this. The Mountain Gardener, your source for timely garden advice right for higher elevations. Guaranteed to make a difference in your yard this season. Look, if your wife, mom, or dad wants a sweater for Christmas, get them a sweater, not some piece of plastic. But if someone you truly care about loves her garden, a gift card to Waters makes perfect sense. Next spring, she can pick out exactly what she was hoping for. We all know it's not the same thing as a huge hanging basket or a fragrant rose, but hey, it's winter. Gardeners understand. Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. Also at watersgardencenter.com. Hi, Lisa with the plants of the week and our Austrian pine. We have instantaneous trees just in and ready for fall planting. This pine has the same long needles as our ponderosa pine without all the problems. And these trees are really big and bold. This is the fastest growing of the pines and lots of sizes to choose from. But the $249 model is exceptionally big. Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. For people who love big, bold pines, they love to shop. You're listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert, Ken Lane. Mountain gardening is very rewarding, with a few Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts sure to turn your thumbs even greener. Now welcome back to The Mountain Gardener. We are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. We give an entire segment, all 10 minutes, Ooh, to Lisa. All 10 you know, you'd think it'd be a lot of time, but ten, ten, it does fly by really it fast, does. doesn't it? Just yeah. like it's gone like mm -hmm. that. And and you can get a lot of information in, in 10 minutes, but not every an hour. This is an hour show. Mm -hmm. Still, I, I wish I had, I don't wish I had another hour to fill. <laughs> but, you know, I wish I had a little more time to, I didn't quite get that in, but yeah. there's always next week. Mm -hmm. So welcome back, Lisa. Thank you. I see you've got this beautiful Christmas cactus. Well, it was just so pretty. I thought for people that are actually viewing yeah. this, the vlog, vlog, video, I know podcast, the technology. You got it. <laughs> I thought I'd show it to you because so this is a Christmas cactus. Uh, this is a white one. Kind of has a little bit, you can't, I don't know if you can see it or not, a little bit of a pink stamen a center out of it. Pink stamen, which is super unusual. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you can see yeah. it on camera. There you mm -hmm. go. Right there. Get it with the white. Stunning, very, super very unusual. Pretty. These are the yeah. types you're only going to find here at Waters Gardens. <laughs> we grow the funky, weird, different yeah. bicolors. Mm -hmm. I just had a customer in. She goes, I have a red one. I have a pink one. I have a white one. But but I need a, right. she's getting, she's adding to her collection. Adding I go, you know it. what that means. You know what that's a sign of, don't you? She goes, no, what? I said, you're a gardener. You're collecting <laughs> Christmas cactus. One yeah. of them she'd gotten from her grandmother. Right. It was over 40 years old. Yeah. She'd taken cuttings and stuff. You know what 
you're a gardener. That's a sign. I'm was, hoping she's going to apply here in January. Oh, there I'm starting you go. to think next spring. Uh -huh. So, you know, you, you'd make a great, you'd be perfect talking to folks about plants here at the garden center. You should come apply with us. So I think she was looking at the website going, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. So the employee discount's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I wanted to bring that in and show it to you. So if you're, if you're going to somebody like a party and you need a hostess gift, oh, great idea. I think Christmas cactus are excellent. Poinsettias are yeah. excellent. We have some really beautiful ones in. Um, when I was doing research on the Christmas cactus, you know, they can live up to a hundred years. I had no idea. I know. I'll bet there it's infinity. If you can take cuttings, <laughs> cuttings. And, and, and take yeah. cut the genetics, this has been around for millennia. Mm -hmm. And so if you just kept taking cuttings and kept growing yeah. it now, this one plant maybe would die off, but the yeah. pups or the, the babies could mm -hmm. live for over a hundred years. Yeah. So pretty cool. But anyways, just wanted to show it to you. That was pretty. Thank you. This is beautiful. This is like, <laughs> how long will this bloom? Would you say oh, two months, three months? I would say six to eight weeks, yeah, probably, depending upon how you take care of it. I would take you care know? of it with great care. I'm sure you would. But I would overwater. People are overwatering <laughs> is what's happening. That's so. what makes your blossoms And fall. they kind of, they drop off yeah. and they get kind of droopy. Yeah. I took one of these off to our accountant because we're getting mm -hmm. close to year end with the with the company uh, filings, tax mm -hmm. filings. And I said, hey, Marion, here you go. This is for you. So anyway. <laughs> well, good. Anyways, I just want to show that. Yep. Really good. Pretty. What else you got? Well, we have some exciting news. Ooh, uh, you're expecting. <laughs> you, you just retired. No, What's happening? Well, Major life nice. event? Well, maybe not that exciting. But um, we got in, which we haven't carried for a while. We got in some statuary oh yeah some sure. nice high quality statuary yeah. this isn't the resin gonna fade yeah. this is real funky good colors this garden is art. concrete heavy stuff the wind's not gonna blow it over yeah. but we got a lot of nice statuary in so kitties dogs bears frogs i saw a rooster what else did i see a cat so some real cool I saw the funky bird baths with the yeah. beautiful like Lotus leaves and you're mm -hmm. stunning. So we got some nice bird baths in as well. Nice concrete bird baths yeah. are gonna hold up. Havelina aren't gonna knock them over. Hopefully. And Stupid then we Havelina. also got in some nice fountains, not not great big huge ones, but some really nice ones that would fit in yards, front yards, courtyards, patios. Uh, just a really nice selection front of those. Entryways. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Basements, yoga studios. <laughs> and yeah. we also got benches, some really nice concrete benches. So those are things that we haven't carried for what, how long now? Maybe well, almost... since the last great, since the great recession, just because everyone was leaving their houses, the right. bank was shooing people out of their houses mm -hmm. and you left all that stuff behind. So the department right. faded and now there's a building boom mm -hmm. and there's no one that carries this stuff. And right. So finally we got jumped back into it because, mm -hmm. you know, retail you come and go, and you can't get this stuff online. Impossible. It weighs too much. The shipping alone will choke a horse. So they sell the cheesy ones online, the real mm -hmm. lightweight resins. Yeah. And there the paint fades, and within a season mm -hmm. it turns blue. And you go, oh, look, they spent no money on their <laughs> yard art, but these are high class, high. I mean, you'd expect these at Waters yeah. Garden Center. You just go, whoa, right. that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So I love the, the color earth tones. Or yeah, a lot of tones. natural colors, really kind of pretty. earthy tones, rustic greens. Yeah. And, and so just very attractive, fit very nicely into our landscapes yeah. here in the area. So I just, you know, people, 
there's been a real dearth of that available here in this area because nobody else has it either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just exciting to get it all back in. We're unloading it today, getting it out. Cool. So you don't have every piece out. We're pretty darn close. There's, there's a lot. You can, mm -hmm. you can definitely look at it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've been in the in looking for something like that, come check us out. That's a great Christmas it. gift or even oh, yeah. just for yourself. Get it, get it for yourself. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. But this is something that you can't just buy onesie twosies of. You've got to buy a truckload because the shipping, this is concrete. So you <laughs> need to buy, you have to roll a semi mm -hmm. to get, to make it more effective oh, yeah. for, for shipping costs. It brings mm -hmm. a cost down if you can right. ship it, a, a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So that's one kind of like pottery. It's best to know when it's first there because mm -hmm. you get the cream of the crop. Right. Whereas it can start to be, uh, oh, I saw that one three weeks ago and now it's gone. Where'd it go? Well, yeah, it was, you don't buy eight of them. You buy one. <laughs> and then right. you go back to, to the well and get yeah. another one because this is art, not right. production pieces of mm -hmm. there's a copy in the back lot. No, this is it. What you see mm -hmm. is what you got. My favorite piece that I've seen so far yes. is a bear and he's sitting in, I guess, I don't know, yoga poses, but like the lotus position, yeah. like he's... Yeah, meditating. Anyway, it's really cute. That's I saw my the favorite. snail. Mine was a snail. I didn't see the snail. Big old funky, like hip high, not hip high, too. above knee high. Uh -huh. Snail with funky eyes, just cute. <laughs> it's just cute. It's kind of fun. It's kind of whimsical, but classy whimsical. Mm -hmm. I saw a bench. We unloaded that. Very woodsy. Very. I've never seen a bench like this before. Very unusual. Hmm. One piece, kind of heavy, substantial. Very artistic, kind of like brambles, oh, cool. con concrete bench that look like brambles in mm -hmm. the art, in the whatever is pretty. You, <laughs> you have to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely, if you're in the market for something like that, come check us out because yep. we've got it. Um, the other thing, people, because it's that gift buying season. Tis what do you season. buy the gift? The person who has everything like you, you're the worst. Hey, like you, what are you talking about? <laughs> but gift cards. Don't think. Oh, that's sure. That's yeah, a, that's a, good it's idea. a wonder. It can be a good hostess gift, but a good gift for that gardener in your family yeah. or that wannabe gardener or a person who likes houseplants because we have a lot of really cool houseplants still yeah. in. So that's something to think about for Christmas. We are having, we just had a spike uh, like last week. It started mm -hmm. and we've got them on our website. So watersgardencenter.com. There's a gift card button like every other retailer, <laughs> but you can watch the traffic just go swoop right up because a lot of folks are from here, mm -hmm. but now they're in Silicon Valley or they moved to Texas or moved where the job was. Mm -hmm. But mom and dad, they grew up here, but they're living there. Right. So they come in to buy a gift card for whatever they know. Mm -hmm. They like flowers or whatever, sure. and then come in and get yeah. what they want. I think gift cards are great. I do too. Yeah, especially to your favorite And place. if you put it with a Christmas cactus yeah. or a poinsettia, what an even nicer gift. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. Here's a, here's a Christmas cactus right here with red stamens. That is true. And also a good time if you're looking for that living tree. We still have a really nice selection yeah. of living trees out there. Um, so something you put in your house for five, seven days, somewhere in there, and then you can always plant it outside. So. I'll mention that in the next segment, kind of let them okay. know the varieties, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, how to, how to plant that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. Lisa, yes, I think we have just run out of time. Great advice. So lots of poinsettias, different colors still available. Mm -hmm. And these aren't just poinsettias like uh, boring 
These are over the top. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how big they are. Christmas cactus, some uh, exotic houseplants have come in. Mm -hmm. So very rare, different, funky, yeah. unusual ones are in. So lots, lots to do. Yeah, so, come check it out. Ken and Lisa Lane, The Mountain Gardeners. We've got right back after this. Look for more tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts through Ken's website. Podcast the show, read his weekly garden column, or follow him on Facebook and Instagram at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Okay, maybe after the same white elephant exchange, it's time to start a new holiday tradition. A living Christmas tree from Waters Garden Center can be decorated and enjoyed for a lifetime, not just a season. When the holiday festivities end, gather family and friends and plant your tree together for years of enjoyment. Guaranteed. As your family tree grows, have a tree grow with your family from Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Hi, Lisa with the Plants of the Week and our Prescott Alberta Spruce. This perfectly shaped tree displays dense green needles which are as soft as a teddy bear perfect front yard Christmas tree for holiday lighting and oh so beautiful when matched in pairs at the front door. Hand grown, these are perfectly shaped and sized for home accents. Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. For people who love twinkly little Christmas trees, they love to shop. Welcome to the Mountain Gardener with Ken Lane. Gardening in the mountains is different. Listen to Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts guaranteed to make your gardens more beautiful than ever this year. Now for better advice that works locally, welcome your host, Ken Lane. So it's that time of year when the evergreens, they really do take center stage. I mean, this is when, I mean, we're famous for our evergreens here. The mountains of Arizona have some of the, the largest stands of ponderosa pine. We have this beautiful tree that's the envy of the Southwest called a conicolor fir. It's, it's like, it looks like a spruce tree with, with thicker needles. We actually have Colorado spruce here in Arizona. Prescott, just you could almost walk to Spruce Mountain. It's just filled with Colorado spruce and Arizona white fir or conicolor fir. They're just very tall, majestic And we are back. And, so, and you can grow the those in your own backyard. Host now, Lane, these are 100-year-old trees. The beauty of having a studio right here in your own garden 20 center. 20 feet wide. You're connected but with you gardeners. A, a, you know the trend. You know what people are yard, asking, which is great. And they're just stunning. And then also, beautiful. And this is folks that are just really interested. A lot of folks new to the area. And one of the most interesting gals I know in my world is My neighbors have them. She's actually... One of our well, let me managers tell you what that here, is. but the it's reason Amy is so interesting, or she's our color trend thereof. pottery so consultant. You have you want style? Spruce and then you talk raft. Amy. Welcome to the that studio. Well, thank different you. Kinds of yeah, so you have had the 2020 pottery show. Yes, I have. So the colors are grafted onto a fabulous. I love the new textures. Textures, how textures seems to be the thing. But this is one of those things you need to follow. The trends. I thought, oh, we need to have an interview. You need to come really, on and tell us. So you actually 16, fly up 17, to the factories and you see the styles. You hand pick 
for this region, absolutely. We can take the a, colors and styles you think would work exactly for customers. And you're out actually in the field. You're actually, we'll you go on consults. You go and usually they're very to people's homes. You go, oh, this is the style you want. Here's the size you need. Here's the color you want. So how do you pull that off? We need to share that. Well, it's doing the in-home consultations has been incredibly helpful with buying our pottery. For one thing, you get to go to these folks' houses, and a lot of them are just moving here. They're not sure what's going to grow. They want to know what's going to work best for them. But also at the same time, while I help pick them, you know, pick their plants, I get to see what's going on in the styles older than the Colorado. And so we have right now, I would say, a really amazing color trend. We have the most incredible selection of blues, greens, just these really gorgeous colors that pop with a lot of our neutral colors. Smaller lots, really. You don't and want a lot of the new the homes. Room for a full the, size the builds are so different, spruce. so there's all different kinds one. of spaces so that Colorado people have nowadays. The one. They have uh, short they posts. They have baby tall blue walls. Eyes. They have all different baby shapes blue and sizes of things they Again, want the same to thing. perk they up. Basically, a I mean, a lot of let's face it, a lot of our new homes a, a are beige. Rootstock. Yeah, they're boring. Utterly boring. I love the new textures of front. You know, uh, they got the lick and stick more needles kind of thing. More branching still structure. It looks fuller, beige. thicker. Yes. I mean, the shingles are beige. Yeah. Really pretty so you can totally bright, bright liven blue, up right? any like space with blue. just a gorgeous Very colored pot. And so this year, what we really concentrated on and again, was to, to vary our grower, colors so it's going to be a little bit more expensive just because anything, it's at the farm now for an extra I really feel two or three years like we have something for absolutely everybody. We have tall, slender pots. We have short ones that are high squat. We have uh, your garden large be anywhere from brown planters that look absolutely amazing on those about chest high so posts that people have on their walls. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a plan. Walls. And so we're planting um, yeah, now. I'm really excited about it. Our, our I can tell. <laughs> I am too. I mean, you had the entire parking lot clogged for a week, <laughs> processing two semi-loads of pottery. <laughs> no, no, that's good. But I came out and I said, you know, Amy, so you, you know Christmas trees are coming like Tuesday. Yes, I know. All this I'm, I'm well aware. Out of here. Get it out of here. I'm well aware. <laughs> so it's so kind of the pressure's on. The seasonality is changing. But I was helping a customer. had a big pottery order. Uh, trying to match some colors trees, and doing so. the style thing. But they're very old. And he goes, well, I need a couple uh, pairs that match. You know, maybe I should wait till spring. So we plan, and once, Bob, once that crop is gone, don't wait. Here no you more. can get, you now you've get, got they're, they're matching just pairs. You, you've got like the best you selection. If you wait till spring, this is the pottery that will carry us through spring. It's not like we're going to get more. You just go get another truckload of pottery. And it was more than a truckload. Heavy, it's big. People go, oh, you get it in Is this really worth $300? I'm going... And so you want to get, you want to be there at the front edge, not the back end. Look at this beautiful. That thing is eight years old. You're going to be kidding me. There's less pairs to pick from. Right, right. Now is definitely the best time. Um, Yeah. For the best selection. How do I yeah. use this delicately? And then also something to watch. Uh, you're just you're going pots. for. We've been doing pottery for a lot of decades. Uh, and so we've been importing direct from from overseas for many years. Or, or really be careful if you're from the southwest areas. Be really plant. careful of what All you're buying. Trees so grow with this heavy the influence of Phoenix up, pottery. Gravity, so this is Mexican clay. It's this terracotta. Earth they tones, clay, clay pots, this heavy Spanish, bright colors, which fits the Southwest like style, but let's those it, kinds of pots even a juniper. do not no, winter over. They don't, don't take our fruit and thaw. So you go up and handpick the varieties that winter over with us. They actually last. The last thing we want is somebody who falls in 
love with a pot yeah. and they go home if, and they put their favorite plants spot, in it and then the, it cracks in half over the winter. Broke that's, off just, or, or that's an died. unhappy customer. They don't that's regrow. That's me unhappy. Yeah. They oh, grow yeah. from the outside. They grow out the Absolutely. We have to have the best here. We have hot summers. We have cold winters. So you want that structure But then, you know, for the rest of the year, very well groomed. Yeah, you bet. So now, how? what is the trend right now? So you're seeing blues. That's good. Earth tone. Green skin of an earth have a lot of earth tones too for age, the folks who like more neutral colors and that how the rustic look. Will come out um, how the top looks. And then we got some, so when you're looking at that, really Colorado new stuff, which I'm excited about, so which was inspired by one of my clients, Catherine nice and Lee, and full um, and in Prescott Lakes. I went uh, to their home for a consultation. Tree, like Lovely people. folks. They have they this their bad gorgeous side, kitchen that has this almost like a citrusy lime green paint, and it's so bright and so cheerful. So I got pots that same color with Catherine in mind. For indoors or for outdoors? Either one. Either one. Either one. So I saw a An lot of on the other hand, house plants are a trend. So oh, they this, are. this is yeah. this is not rocketing now. It doesn't get more beautiful. As as it gardening gets more goes. Pronounced as it and grows. But if you have a house so plant, you really do want to hand pick. Get this. Two thousand evergreen dollars sofa, window coverings, <laughs> new flooring. You don't want a plastic pot. You don't want a plastic pot. You need a nice straight container for your house plants to show off. I see you focused. And so a lot a on those, area lots of saucers, lots of colors. Yeah, and you so got to have a saucer. I mean, that there really dresses bigger, up your pot. Uglier. And even if so you're putting you your pot outside, those, I know I would say our, the same folks love their patios. With, there are with, plenty uh, of folks that come in and say, well, when I water it, I just don't want the dirt all over my patio. So I think this is, I know in the four years I've been here, this is the best selection of saucers that we have. And we actually, I just sourced a new place that will be, yes, that will be sending us some new ones, but I'm going to keep that to that should will hopefully grow be here in the next few weeks. Now, I haven't so they're even different heard of that no, yet. You so that's exciting. <laughs> so direct from so the source. You're going so now, what's the trend? Shape. What sizes you are people going with? Leg, well, you're so you're many one of the consultants that go out. Yeah. You represent you waters really in the field the and design for folks. What are the sizes, Austrian styles that you're seeing? Which is like a. What are they planting in them? Well, there's a pine that grows. The nice thing is you can pretty much put anything in a pot. It's very We've had folks that literally have bought pots that we can fit our entire planting it's crew in yeah. it's and put them, in, body yes, and put them in front of their <laughs> yeah, barn and they look problems, stunning um, down to just I, little pots Ponderosa that they does. want to give as a gift uh, with a succulent in it for Christmas grow, you're growing um, for we've form. seen a lot of Emory Riddle students coming in that's true, yeah. to dress up yeah. their dorm and Prescott College to dress up their dorm rooms and that's been really fun seeing some younger people really excited about plants and so we have basically I have every single size because there's so many different needs out there. More um, the folks with these, um, you know, the larger homes are tending to go structure. with the larger pots, yeah. at, so especially kinda, kinda um, at the front you, entrance you shop on either side of the front but door. That's a big thing right now with an evergreen one that they dress up. So uh, one of my clients did um, several large cobalt blue in front of her. Her house is kind of like a taupe Look at your, color. Your, uh, and uh, she puts some Austrian pine uh, is the way I would in go there. That we both loved. And then she dresses them up with pansies right now for the, money, especially um, if you want for green, the winter. Like and then we talked green. about what she's going to do for spring. You've got smaller ones called Alberta spruce. This to dress up some new dwarfed animals. Dwarfed so spruce. It only gets 
I just really feel Head like high, with the pottery, at most, it just at maturity, it just brightens up now. everything so it's we very have slow and our desert These are the ones we put in front yeah, of that I agree. fancy million dollar One thing house, to watch, one thing to if you make a mistake, just this is just experience from the years. Um, if you're going to make a mistake, but, but you're doing it'll containers be in scale. On side of the garage. You get a pot. They <laughs> look <laughs> so big here at the garden <laughs> center. You take them so home, and your house just dwarfs are, it down. You go, yeah. It's not even close to big. That just it's happened with folks yesterday. They've been in every day exchanging a pot for a bigger one. I told them I was going to give them aprons and put them to work. They've been here so much. So if in doubt, take the bigger one. And almost every time, you that's the right if you're going to make a mistake, make it in that direction. Bigger is better. It allows you to grow bigger things for longer. Uh, but small, just your house dwarfs things. It looks like you get this half-million-dollar house. It looks like you ran out of money because of two pots on either side of the door. <laughs> you, just, you don't want that. So, right. Amy Langley and, and our pottery buyer, designer, here at Waters Garden Center extraordinaire. Thank you for Thank coming you in and so sharing much, that Kate. with us, Amy. Okay, we will be back with more on The Mountain Gardener right after this. You're listening to local garden expert Ken Lane, the owner of Waters Garden Center. He can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center, located in Prescott at 1815 Iron Springs Road. Thanks for tuning in to The Mountain Gardener. The holidays are here in the Christmas City, bringing family and friends together and those chilly winter winds. While you're decorating the outside, don't forget to brighten your inside with exotic holiday plants from Waters. Beautiful poinsettias and Christmas cactus are coming to town. Grown exclusively for waters and colors you won't find anywhere else. Unique, vibrant, and guaranteed to warm up even the dreariest of winter days. Check your list twice for all the holiday plants only found at Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. Look, if your wife, mom, or dad wants an ugly sweater for Christmas, get them a sweater, not some piece of plastic. But if someone you truly care about loves their garden, a gift card to Waters makes perfect sense. Next spring, she can pick exactly what she was hoping. We all know it's not the same as a huge flower basket or fragrant rose, but hey, it's winter. Gardeners understand. Waters online gift cards are found at top10plants.com or at Waters Garden Center in Prescott. You've tuned in to The Mountain Gardener with local garden expert Ken Lane. Join him each week as he answers timely garden questions that are sure to make a difference in your gardens. Now welcome your host, Ken Lane. If you're planting a new spruce tree, new pine tree, new new shade tree, uh, I've got some beautiful manzanitas. They're just gorgeous. It's evergreen shrubs with, with red bark. You can plant those now. If you're planting, make sure that you're doing it the right way. And so it all comes down to the whole size. Don't go very deep. We're going shallow. The roots go sideways here in the mountains of Arizona. And so the root, the hole, planting hole, only has to be as deep as your bucket, but three times as wide. So take it, just place it in a go. Most, most five-gallon buckets are maybe a foot deep. Go that deep, but go wider. Add a bucket on each side, make it round, kind of saucer-shaped. That dirt that you dig out of that hole, you're going to need to screen. Some of you are going to need to screen out the junk that's in there. So anything bigger than a golf ball, get rid of that stuff. That heats up in summer and just bakes the roots. So you're, 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 you're screening or screening that, that soil for summer benefit of that plant. Get rid of that. What's left, you're amending that with mulch or composted mulch. We call it premium mulch here. And so you're adding about 25% mulch to your native soil. Blend that all together. And that's what you use to backfill around that root ball. So take it out of the bucket, put it in there, backfill with this. 
water it in really well. I'll take a handful of all-purpose plant food, it's organic, I'll sprinkle that around on top of the soil, and that's what's going to feed that plant. It'll slowly root out in the winter, but most of the roots are going to actively start elongating the end of February, first part of March. That's when it, things are, spring is here. It's going. The daffodils are starting to bloom. You just, you can tell. It's it's going. You're, you're fertilizing now to benefit it some through winter, but a lot late winter, early spring. That's what's going to get it to root out and grow. Um, and then trees, I would stake that trees, especially evergreens. So evergreens can hold a lot of snow. When it when it does snow in the winter, it's going to need staking. Otherwise, it'll flop over. It'll kinda, it won't damage it. It just falls over. And any any root hairs you did, were forming, it breaks them. So you'll set it back up and it's fine. But why not just stake them and keep them going? Just stake, you're only going to stake it for a year. It's fine. I would use the lodge poles, put them on either side of the roots. Just just tie it once. That's all you need. A new spruce tree. Just once. Just enough to keep it upright in a, in a heavy snow. And that's good enough. Uh, this time next year, you probably take that off. Take the snakes off. You're just taking it till it roots out. It can hold itself up under all that weight. Spruce are natural. Pines are naturally able to hold a lot of moisture and weight of snow in the winter on those branches. But at first, you need to stake them. Then I, at the very, very end, I would water whatever I'm planting, a new lilac, a new prickly pear, a new whatever it is. I'd water it in with root and grow. It's a, it's a compost tea that we make. It looks like, like a molasses. It looks just like that. Smells a little more earthy. It's, again, it's a composted tea, so it's a bunch of organic stuff. But it really juices the plant so it it wants to root out. It kind of ignites all that fertilizer, compost. It makes a plant go, oh, I am in the right spot. I think I'll just get used to growing here. And it starts to root out. I would, I'd water it in really well with root and grow. I'd follow up maybe in a couple weeks, do it again. Then that's the last time you take this liquid kind of transplant shock stuff. That's, that's all you'll do. But that's how you plant. You, you need the hole the same depth, three times as wide. You need some mulch, you need some root and grow, you need some fertilizer, all-purpose plant food. And I would say for trees, especially evergreen trees, you need some stakes. We've got a handout that helps you with all that. If you're thinking about putting a new living Christmas tree in your yard, ask us for that, the how to plant guide. It's a two-page thing, it has got pictures, it shows you how much or with, with each size plant. It's really made to help you be a better gardener, more successful with your tree and shrub kind of growth. But that's it for this show. May I wish everyone a Merry Christmas. I think Hanukkah starts next week. So all my Jewish friends, a blessed Hanukkah. From everyone else, happiest of holiday. From Ken and Lisa Lane here at You're listening Waters to Garden local Center. garden expert Ken Lane, the owner of Waters Garden Center. He can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center, located in Prescott, 1815 Iron Springs Road. Thanks for tuning in to The Mountain Gardener. Okay, maybe after decades of the same fruitcake exchange, it's time to start a new holiday tradition. A living Christmas tree from Waters Garden Center can be decorated and enjoyed for a lifetime, not just a season. When the holiday festivities end, gather family and friends and plant your tree together for years of enjoyment. As your family tree grows, have a tree that grows with your family. From Waters Garden Center, 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott. If you want a more fruitful garden, increase success in your landscape that just feels better, then tune in every week to The Mountain Gardener. 
Years of tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts are guaranteed to make your gardens nicer than ever. Listen to this podcast or read Ken's weekly garden column by visiting watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. Thanks for tuning in.